For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Picture music on Monday. Kicking it off with Jacob Miller. Forward ever, backward never. That's the best. The best line. Yep. Don't look back. There are people in your life who will try to drag you back there. Sever those ties. Move forward if you're able to. Big week here. We have some uh, some exciting guest opportunities, but I'm not going to share them until they are confirmed, but if they come to fruition, it's going to be a cool week. If they don't, it's still going to be a cool week, just slightly sadder. All right, John, you got bad news this weekend. <sighs> yeah, it was a tough weekend for the sending, uh, for the sending family. My, uh, my grandmother, my dad's mom, uh, passed away over the weekend who it was a situation where we where you kind of knew it was coming she uh you know they had brought in hospice a few weeks ago she hung on a little a little longer than everybody thought and there were some some glimmers of hope where she kind of came with it a little more than they thought and thought maybe she was going to turn it around but uh sadly she did not and she passed away over the weekend uh, my mom was there which it's my dad's mom but my my mom was there which is nice and uh boss move by your dad yeah <laughs> like, he was, I, I can't handle this babe you go yeah. you go deal with it he was uh he was very grateful that she could be there uh, so he could come back and go to work and all that but um you know obviously that just puts you in a uh, in a strange thing death is i've been somebody who's never coped well with death and it's uh it, it seems to take me a while to kind of wrap my brain around it. Yeah. Uh, but I was talking to you guys a little bit earlier about uh, she belonged to something called the Neptune Society, which I've been reading about, which is like right after you die, they come in and they, they take you and they cremate you like immediately. And uh, well, they bring flamethrowers and they I, just I torch you right there I, in your I, bed. I don't think they do it on the spot, oh, but it sounds good. like it sounds like you call them like you. You are a member for your life. And then when you need them, they come and just get you and take you and, and, and cremate you on the spot. That's pretty interesting. The Neptune Society. Does yeah. it have anything to do with the ocean? Because usually I, I associate that with the sea. I was reading. I was reading about it. Not that I know of. It just sounds like it's something that you do so that when you belong and you pay, I think you pay a fee so that your fam. When you do pass, it's something your family doesn't necessarily have to do. You know, deal with. They just call a number and then and then they they come and take it from there. So, huh? Um, it just got me thinking about what I will. Uh, you know, what I'm going to do when it's my time. And what is that? Uh, well, I was thinking for the longest time that I wanted to be a tree. Because yeah. that's a thing where you can like put yourself in a, a potted tree, like you're with your ashes, oh. and then like you're a tree, and then people can come visit me. But then what if something happens? What if a hurricane or a natural disaster comes through, and my tree is yeah. me, my tree you. is tore down? It's not your tree; it's or, you. Yeah. Or if what if it's struck by lightning? So I've been rethinking that. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to just be not anything because right. I think in the year 2019, no offense to anybody who does it, the people that go and look at dead family members right i've not wrapped my head around that quite yet um i try to wrap my head around it because frequently i drive past the cemetery where my granny and my uncle are buried and i think 
I sh- I should just go pay some respect. But then I think what what I'm just I'm thinking about them. Isn't that all they need? Like I'm thinking fondly of them. Why I gotta go throw a rock on their on their grave? That's what you do in a Jewish cemetery. You put a pebble on there. I think why why I gotta do that? Well, I think that is that's your choice. I think for some people. It it me it it feel you feel something or it means a lot to go to a grave. So like my mm. grandpa's still buried in the town that we grew up in in Lapeer. So every time I go up there, I go there and it's very peaceful. It's out in the woods, so it's a little. I just feel nice when I'm there. But right, um, I think it's ultimately on that person. Like if you feel you yeah. can have a connection with your departed loved one and not go there, then right. then then don't. Well, I think everybody pays respect differently, and you had a different relationship with your grandfather than maybe John had with his grandmother. And as far as her doing this with the Neptune Society, I think that that's really amazing and thoughtful of her because that's the hardest part for a family members after they pass. Then all of a sudden, they're no longer there, but you have to deal with their presence. So yeah. it's just, it's hurt. It, it, yeah. It hurts. I know. It's hurtful that they die like that. I'm yeah. with no, no, but I, I, I selfish. Mean. Well, it, you know, and not being there, you know, it, those are things that you don't just really think of. You know what I'm saying? If you're not there, it's not something that somebody thinks of front of mind. Like, what do we do? What do you do now? Yeah. And right. so the fact that it was uh, technically taken care of was, I guess there was a period there where they called the Neptune Society and the Neptune Society wasn't answering. Oh, no. So that seems sounds like it was a stressful maybe hour. Sure. But uh, don't worry. They got in touch and uh, oh, good. I believe everything's okay now. Where would I, you be? Uh, that's what I was just thinking is I definitely want to be cremated just because I love the word cremains and I'd love for people to go, hey, have you seen Drew's cremains? Oh, yeah, they're right here. Um, or, 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 Drew, or Drew made me uh, cremain in my pants. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking for a connection there. Wow. wow. So That's what my grandma would have wanted. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I would like for one of the following things to happen. Number one, I'd love for you guys to have a celebration of life uh, where you get to you come there and then you smoke me like my my cremains oh, yeah. will be used to lace any sort of uh, any sort of uh, joint or other blunt or marijuana cigarette that you like. But these days everybody likes those pens, so I'm just worried that people have lost the ability to roll and smoke a joint. Do you think that maybe your body like you could do a different process where maybe your body's turned to liquid and then they can just mix you with the vape juice? But then like that might cause some sort of chemical reaction and then I'm going to be responsible for somebody's lung failure. I don't want to feel guilt beyond the grave. Do you have a place that you think you'd like your ashes spread? Like yeah. like a place that means a lot to you? Yeah. Um I'd like for you to give them to Ben Swig so that he can go play a really nice golf course that he thinks I would have liked. No place I've ever been, hmm. but a golf course, yeah. a golf course that, and I trust Ben's judgment that he thinks I would have really enjoyed, and he can just throw my ashes uh, in the rough because I don't spend much time in the fairway. Throw my ashes in the rough there. I'm gonna have to say no. I'm gonna have to step in and not allow you to. Well, these are my cream. Yeah, but I mean, you're, you're gonna end up at some at some golf course that Ben Swig wants you to be in. Yeah, I'm sure, it'll be nice. Yeah, yeah I no, trust I, Ben. How about this? How about over the Brooklyn Bridge? That'd be cool. Or a golf course that I've never played before. What? What? You have no emotional connection to a golf like. But okay, you're on the walkway that uh, that you go across the Brooklyn Bridge. Then you start, try to throw my cremains. A gust of wind catches them, and it hits some bike guy in the face. He takes well, out some tourists, and they all die. Okay, that was just my first and only thought. Oh, so right. I mean, I'm sure I can come up with something better. Um, you know, at some point. What I'll if wait. I sprinkled your ashes on top of? Uh, um, I don't know. I'll get back to you. Okay, you do that. By the way, I found out during that segment that my mom and dad are both members of the Neptune. Society. Oh, they are. They they told me that. I did not know that until they told me just now. Uh, but they they are uh, they are all paid, etc. Yeah. So I mean, that's just something I guess that I imagine's uh, 
you know, good. Really glad you brought that up because if they hadn't pointed that out, I don't know that my sister knows that. And then what happens when my parents pass and we just go, uh, all right, well, let's get the burial thing together. Then the Neptune Society busts in their door. They're like, no, you don't. Here's our <laughs> flamethrower. <laughs> like I said, I don't believe they do Aww. the cremation on site. Oh, right. Um, okay. Yeah, I believe it's done yeah. professionally. But let down. Um, I have a feeling Micah doesn't want to be cremated. Why wouldn't I want to be cremated? I don't know. You seem like the type of person who would want to be like laid out in front of all your loved ones. Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't mean that in a Why? bad way. I'm just no, saying no. I find that that usually comes with a certain level of spirituality. Sure. And, and and that you would just be like your family would be able to come and say goodbye to you. And No, no, no. I would want to be cremated and I would want my ashes taken to the Pacific Islands and spread in the water. All right. So I can be amongst the manta rays just flowing. Who's uh, who's going to take them there? I don't know. Hopefully I have a husband. Not it. <laughs> but I'll do it. Yeah. There you well, go. I'm not planning on dying now. Eh, nobody ever does. It, there's got to Well, be- you guys have to go if I'm not married by the time I pass. Okay. Right. There's got to be a place that's better for your ashes, Drew. Then from, from then a golf course? Then a golf yeah, course. I'm going to have to agree with that. What Think a- about you love Maine. You love Maine. That's true. Maine. Yeah, yeah. You really did connect with Maine. That's Out true. Out in nature. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, up there. we'll we'll uh we'll take speak- it to Bar Harbor. Order yeah. yourself a nice, delicious twenty dollar lobster roll, and then sprinkle my ashes on top as seasoning. Okay, like Old Bay. Why? What do, <laughs> do people have, have to, to inject? In- yeah, do people I want to be a part of you guys oh forever. God. I don't ever want to not be a part of you. <laughs> and and in the celebration of life, I'm going to give you guys a list of people who are under no circumstances allowed to be there, even if you think that they should. And I'm going to rely on you guys to keep them out. I would like okay. to be vindictive and vengeful from beyond the grave. I'd like to prevent just a handful of people from ever getting closure for the things that they've done to me. I got it. I'll call EC3, and he'll be on standby as security. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate that. I think he'd do that for me. What about uh, what about in uh, the, the, the what was the mobile home park? Oh, Crest Mobile oh, Home Park. Yeah, you seem to speak highly of that place often. I loved it. What about it? Do they have any lakes or ponds there? There's where a I pond could... out front. Okay. A little retention pond. Yeah, that, that that seems like a good place for you. Uh, Yeah, I'm okay with that because I have fond memory. Or maybe, you know what? Find the parking meter at Clearwater Beach where my grandfather called me a dumbhead because mm-hmm. that's where my legacy began. Oh, yeah. That's my origin story and, right and, there. And that is technically like you died a little bit that day too. So. I died a lot that day, yeah. and then it's only fitting that a lot of me would die that day putting my ashes by any parking meter at Clearwater Beach. That'd be good with the seagulls overhead. Okay. I'll never forget it. Uh, what a Catch Annie on Twitter said, My dad was a member of the Neptune Society. His final arrangements were paid for ahead of time, taking care of uh, for us. We received his ashes in about two weeks. It was such a burden lifted from us when the time came. So that's got to feel really good, especially for your dad. You don't have to worry about going through that whole, like, finding the right coffin, you know? Yeah, no, there's a lot of – because that's the thing, too, is is you hear about what that process can be like, especially when there's – because I don't think there's going to be a service necessarily right away. Right. So, I mean, really, there's there's really not much to discuss right now as far as – I mean, because – in those moments and days after, a lot of people are planning services, picking out coffins, oh, yeah. doing all those things that come along with it. And, and, you know, this just allows everybody to kind of, you know, grieve and, and, and you know, start the process. That's got to be a very delicate sales process for the funeral home. Like when they try to upsell you on everything, oh. like they're trying to get money out of your pocket. But at the same time, uh, you know, they got to make a profit, but they also got to be sensitive to the fact that you just lost someone. I think that people that run funeral homes and the people that are like, you know, 
the families that are behind them, that's a takes a very, very special type of person to be able to be in the trenches of death on a daily basis and not only seeing dead bodies and handling them, but then having to deal with the grieving families. And I can't imagine the, the, how those people deal with that sadness. I'm going to make an observation that's going to step on some toes. Uh-oh. I think they not only have to deal with it, I think there's a part of them that gets off on exploiting grieving people. Um, you can't do that every day if you have a semblance of a conscious. You're trying to separate money from the pockets and bank accounts of people who are grieving a loss. There's got to be something wrong with you. See, I would take it in the complete opposite direction. Now, now I don't know. I've never been in the room with somebody from a sale from a from a funeral home. So, I would like to think there's not a pushy sales pitch going. I'd like to think they lay the options in front of you and you make the choice and that's that. But I think it takes a special person to be able to, you know, delve into death on a daily basis because the funeral homes that I've been around and funerals I've been to, the people are usually very, very nice and they handle everybody so delicately, uh, you know, around death. So I would go as far to say they're not bad people, maybe even better people because they can do that day in and day out. That's interesting. Um, Mike Calta just texted me back from the cruise. Everybody seems to be back safely, which is great. You can catch them tomorrow morning. Just texted me and said, did you know about Disney and dumping ashes? And I said, no. So I did a quick Google. So many people try to sneak their family members' ashes in, in, in plastic, et cetera, that there is no more guarded, guarded code than the code that they have regarding ashes at Disney. You know, they'll get on the radios and there's a code V for vomit and a code U for something else. Uh, I think a code U is urine. Oh, wow. So they have a secret <laughs> code when it comes to finding the ashes that people have dispersed. They'll immediately shut a ride down because Disney is such a favorite spot to scatter family ashes. That is amazing to me. That is so. My Danielle's grandpa, who I was very close with and loved very much, was the biggest Buccaneers fan I'd ever met in my entire life. Like right. he was diehard Buccaneers fan. So we wanted to put his ashes at Ray J. So we went there. The entire family came from far and wide. We all went to a game together, and this is probably illegal. And and, and the Bucks are probably going to be upset with me. So I went past a guardrail that I should have not gone past to and I had a little it was like a little vase with the ashes in it and I took them and I threw it inside the cannon inside the ship at Raymond James that's pretty awesome how old were you uh it was like four years ago <laughs> see that's funny about four years ago the same thing happened to me I um my uh my great uncle was a huge Buccaneers fan from the from the get-go and I brought his urn to the Bucks game just so we could watch the game together right yeah and we had front row seats and I accidentally dropped the urn onto the field, and Jameis Winston was great enough to just walk over and get the urn for me. Unfortunately, as he tossed it back to me, a defensive back intercepted it and ran it back for a touchdown. True story, everybody. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. There it is. Good afternoon. I am your host, your ghost host. Kindly do not spread ashes in the haunted mansion and step all the way to the dead center of the room. Uh, Mr. Ghostos, what, yes, what is the main area within the park where people like to get uh, their, their loved one's ashes? Number one most dumped ash in the Magic Kingdom is right there in your doom buggy. Oh, really? Just Now, John, I noticed that your grandmother's ashes are right there next to you. Nope, nope, that's not true. They appear to be on fire. Would you mind if I 
take my shoe and pound your grandmother in the ash? <laughs> Too soon. Oh, John, your grandmother's cremains look so tasty. Would you mind if I took my tongue and licked your grandmother's ash? Please don't. I'm going to tongue your grandmother's ash, okay. John. Okay, please don't. Please do not lift up on your doom buggy bar. I will raise it for you. You're a sick man. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five and eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. Not even a smile from Mike. Mike Rotunda. is mortified. She's totally mortified, like Morticia Adams. Uh, when we come back, uh, today's game for three o'clock is going to be in honor of Back to the Future Day, which I think might be today. Like they've been saying, Back to the Future Day has been eighty different days for the last couple of years, but I think <laughs> today is the actual day, and we'll give away a fifty dollars gift card to PDQ for today's Back to the Future related game. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.